This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. We've been bringing you those studies on the Satan, the God of this world, and we're coming down close to the end. I want to I want to just bring you up to date on who we are and what we are. First Baptist Church of Algiers was founded and uh, pastored by late Pastor L.R. Shelton there in New Orleans for many, many years. He was an old country boy up there in North Louisiana, born and raised on a farm. And the Lord sent him and brought him to New Orleans, sent him there to get an education, and they called him as pastor of the church at First Baptist Church of Algiers, a little old Baptist church on the corner. And the Lord blessed him. Preached there for many years, several years, and uh, preached the modern doctrine of Armenianism, best he knew how. That's what he was raised on. But the Lord didn't let him go. He wakened him to the fact that he was not saved. Oh, you say, that's that's unheard of. Well, it is. But eventually, later on, the Lord saved him, called him there as a pastor of that church, and he stayed there for many, many years and began to get out and get out the gospel. And uh, I praise the Lord for him. And uh, he's gone on now to be with the Lord many years ago. We still air his broadcast on Sunday. We call it the Voice of Truth broadcast. It's over on 100 stations. They're all over the country. But... Uh, we, we've been here. I'm the pastor here now after Brother Herman Gale was a pastor for a long time. And uh, we were there in New Orleans until Katrina came along and washed us out and took tore up all our goods and properties. And we moved here to Walker, Louisiana, about 100 miles from New Orleans and where I was born and raised. And we had a mission here already, so we felt led. The Lord led us to come here. We sold all the property we had in New Orleans. And pretty quickly, and bought and built a new chapel and new bookstore here in Walker, and that's where we are now. We have gracious facilities, and the Lord is blessing it. So we we're still going out day by day. We have our regular services Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and then our mission places. We'll talk about them in a moment. But we uh, we've been here now for several weeks on this study on uh, Satan, the God of this world. I want to just stop and take just a moment or two to think about the condition of the world that we live in now. I believe that most people are intelligent enough to know that the Bible, the Bible is true in every, every word, every jot, and every tittle. And it says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. Well, we are in those perilous times now. But I tell my folks here, I don't believe that the Lord was primarily speaking about uh, the stock market or the world conditioned over there in the Middle East and those things, surely they are all related. But I believe that the, the Bible is speaking of religious, spiritual, perilous time. We're looking now when the, when the truth is hardly found anywhere. I get letters from all over America and even in foreign countries telling me, Pastor, Trailblazer, we don't hear the gospel anymore. We hear the soft soap soft silk handkerchief preachers that uh, basically they tell us to uh, uh, trust Jesus and you're okay. Just trust Jesus. There's no repentance spoken of. Repentance is a fall, is a lost doctrine. It's, you hear nothing of it. Even though it's predominantly spoken of in the scriptures, there in uh, Luke, I believe, the third chapter of Luke, uh, except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. What are our pastors doing with that verse? They just skip it. They go over it. Just like the blood, you hear any? Do you hear anyone talking about the blood? The scripture says that we're saved by the blood. Saved by the blood. We sang that song here. Saved by the blood. 
Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And we hear nothing, very little or nothing. I monitor, I listen to radio preachers at night. And uh, oftentimes when I'm not able to sleep, I turn the radio on and listen to one or two preachers that comes on on a regular basis. And they tell they're very intelligent, very knowledgeable, kind and gentle folks with large ministries. But they don't speak of the, the, the crucified, buried, and risen Lord. They never, they never say, my friend, are you saved? One of the hallmarks of this ministry here is that we, God's man here for all of these years, we, we tell it like it is. We're truthful. We bring you the truth that man is a sinner. I have people call me on a regular basis, and they say, Pastor, what do y'all preach there at Radio Mission? Well, we preach, first of all, that man is a sinner. The Bible tells us there's none righteous, no, not one. You don't hear that brought. You don't hear that spoken of. Now, we have a social gospel, my friend. We have a feel-good gospel. We have a—it's a, a, not even a gospel because the gospel— means good news, and we're not hearing the good news. We're hearing the social things that make you feel good. It's like the story I've told you before. Uh, this man and this woman, they were social folks. They went to church on a regular basis, just to, like a lot of folks do, to be sociable. And they had an old parrot there at home. And one Sunday morning, he got out and flew down behind them. The church was around the corner, and he lit on a pew behind them. And everything kind of got quiet, and he said, honky-tonk, honky-tonk. A uh, roadhouse, roadhouse, and the man turned around and shushed him up and said, "Look, don't don't be talking like that. This is a church. We're in church." He said, "Same crowd, same crowd." Well, my friend, that's the same crowd. That's what we have on a regular basis. I know, my friend. I've been around the block a few times. I go to funerals from folks that I know. I hear, I hear. Uh, I see the downgrade. I see the the lack of uh, spirituality in our pastors, in our funerals, and in those things. And and I see how everything is degenerated. I, I can go in. I could go into the conditions of our schoolrooms and those things. But I attended a funeral not long ago of a dear lady that I knew. I didn't conduct a funeral. I went went there out of respect, and it was out in the country somewhere. And I was amazed that the that the ladies, the women, most of them wore blue jeans and flip flops to a funeral. My friend, where 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 are we? Where is our where is our dignity? Where is our uh, compassion for people? Have we thrown away everything? Not only do we not hear the gospel in our modernist, we don't. They deny the virgin birth of Christ, and and if you just if you read the paper. At all, you think about the downgrade of our schools. We I saw where they kicked a football coach off the out of school because he knelt down and prayed in the center of the football field after a ball game. He didn't ask anybody else to pray. He just felt led to do that. They they sus- suspended him off of the off, out of school. That's just one little incident, my friend. That's where we're living. We're living in that world of violence. We're living in a world of uh, where there's no no uh, sacredness of anything. We And that's a perilous times that the Apostle Paul was speaking of. And we're there now. We're there now. And then I come here, bring God's message, along with the brethren that helped me, four or five of the brethren that helped me, they pre- preach for me on different places, different missions. And we bring the gospel. 
And yet, and yet our folks, many of you out there, will not take advantage of the gospel. Why? Well, first of all, I'll tell you like, like it is. First of all, any individual, every individual who ever gets saved must be awakened to the fact that he's lost. Must be shown, must be made aware that he needs to be redeemed. Why? Why would you get up in the morning and go to the doctor if you're not sick? Why? Why would you do that? I heard a man bring a message along that line one day. He said, if you get up in the morning, you've got a hot burning fever, a sore back and a sore throat, you call mama, get me a doctor's appointment. But if you feel good, you don't do that. Just so it is spiritually, it's one of the best uh, analogies that I ever heard of. Spiritually, if you don't see your need, you're not going to cry unto the Lord. I have numerous, numerous family members, loved ones, congregation who have no desire to be saved. They, they may have a little outward desire, but they're not serious. They're not in desperation. Did you know before you get saved, there comes a, a desperation? I must get to Christ. They must. Oh, my friend, that's why the Bible tells us to cry. Nobody cries unless they see themselves in need, do they? I'm just trying to be realistic with you at this time, my friend. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to do anything except I know one thing. I know that Christ died for sinners, and I know that here in this ministry, the Lord has, uh, has called us, called Pastor Shelton back there many years ago, and we're bringing you these studies on Satan. And uh, first of all, did you know that Satan is a liar? That's right. Let me say, my friend, uh, God's truth. Every individual who ever gets saved knows, knows, first of all, that he's been saved. That, you know, we have folks say, well, you won't never know till you get to heaven. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. The scripture says, any man be in Christ, that's what salvation is. Coming to know the Lord. Coming to trust the Lord. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not uh, as, as it's made out to be. Just trust Jesus. Come down the aisle. You can't go out on the street and tell a person to trust Jesus. And No, because he's never seen himself as a sinner. Has no desire to be saved. But my friend... Christ died for sinners. The scripture says Jesus came, Christ Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? Could the old trailblazer just spend a moment or two uh, drinking coffee with you there and eating a piece of pie and looking across the breakfast table at you and say, my dear, my sweet lady, uh, are, are you, or have you ever been lost? My man, my, my gentleman friend, hardworking good supporter, good provider. All of those things are, are, are great. But have you ever been saved? Have you ever been lost? Have you ever seen yourself in need of salvation? Have you ever come to that place where you must have, must must be saved or else perish? Oh, the Bible is full of those folks. And uh, we read of all different different occasions, this one crying out, Lord, help me. The, the uh, leper come down, he said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me whole. That's what we are, my friend, spiritual lepers. Day by day, I see spiritual lepers. Maybe they don't know it. That's what I was one day. I was, I was a, uh, uh, never had any spiritual training in my life, come from a family, had no spiritual connotations at all. A married young girl, young lady, and she was a little Baptist girl, and she wanted me to go to church with her. 
And I did. I went with her, mostly to please her. And they had a little young man there preaching a revival, a man I'd gone to school with. He'd gone to the seminary and got an education. And I listened to him two or three nights in a row. And my wife wanted me to join that little church. And uh, this was normal for her, join the church. And so I did. I joined that church on a Sunday night. And they baptized me the same night, me and another fellow. They had the water hot and uh, warm. And I got out of there, and I had no nothing changed. The only thing just messed up the water. But my friend, the Lord didn't leave me there. I saw later on. The Lord showed me that there was nothing there but fluff, just fluff. You know, that's what we have a lot of now is fluff. Just, just uh it's just rough. It's not. It's not serious. Did you know the greatest thing that ever happens to a poor soul is to be saved, to be eternally brought to know the Lord and carried into the presence of the Lord at death. The Scripture says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I know we've gotten off of our subject, and that's okay because we're coming down to the close of these services. We've got one or two more, and uh, we'll take up something else later on. I'm looking at a study now on the work of the Holy Spirit. Maybe we'll go there if the Lord leads us. But I just want to tell you, I appreciate every one of you helping me with the broadcast. I wish you would. Write me and let me hear from you. My mailing address is the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis. Remember, our, our, our website is Radio Missions. Dot O-R-G. Look us up there and you can see about our bookstore. And if you would call me, my phone number here is area code 225-664-8658. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Sheldon Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and Brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 